Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Let's change things up a bit. Episode 22 of the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie for the Handshake Media Group. Timothy Price, 22 episodes deep and uh, we're approaching the end of the year, which is insane. It absolutely is. We're... We're on the cusp of announcing our best of 2019 lists, I reckon. How are you going with yours? Like, is it? I haven't thought about it no. yet. It's it's a it's an oncoming wave of of uh, nervousness because it's a long list this year. There's so much to cover this year. What what I do is I whenever I listen to an album in full, a couple of times, or yeah. review an album, I put it in a notes in my phone because. By the end of the year, the last thing, yeah, the yep. last thing you want to be doing is going through all the releases of the year, trying Again. to figure out what you've missed, yeah, yep. and then going through them all and seeing how they resonate. And the funny thing about that is, like albums at the start of the year, which I might have given like maybe a six or a seven or whatever, I by found, now a nine, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that. Because you've lived with them, you sit yeah. on them for so long, and you notice that like you, the albums that you didn't really critique or like that much at first. Once you sit on them and once you, you have them during that part of your life and then they remind you of that part of your life and what you're going through, yeah. it just has that significant more meaning to it. So, yeah. Or it could go the other way as well is something that excited you immediately might have lost its shine. That does happen too, yeah. yeah. So Wait, like, you come back to it and go, oh. What was I thinking back or then? Like, or was I just, was I wrapped up in the hype? Which you know, can actually happen yeah. as well. Look, or did I just like the singles and, and I thought maybe I liked the entire album? Not so much now. I'll admit this, Ramstein. Okay. Built up hype. Yeah. Heard the album. I was like, this is sick. I haven't listened to it since maybe a week or so after it came out. Yeah. So yeah, there's albums like that. But uh, hang around for the end of the year. We'll get our end of year wrap up and see what you're listening to as well. Yeah. And, and where your thoughts are on the best of the year. So that's still to come a little bit later on. Yeah, nice one. And... Uh, Ebony Story, let's hear some news. What's going on in the world of Heavy this week? Thanks, guys. Now, Cattle Decapitation have had some drama with a rapper called Young Gangster. Have you heard of him? Nah, me neither. He's stolen the band's album artwork for their forthcoming release, Death Atlas, for some mixtape that he's putting together. So they screenshotted his Instagram post about this mixtape and printed it on a limited edition shirt. It was only available for 24 hours, but it's a good reminder to not mess with death metal bands. And Static X have announced the release date for their album Project Regeneration, which features the last vocal recordings of Wayne Static and also the original lineup. It's out on May 29th in 2020. If you can't make it to Unify, just go to Invasion Fest instead. It's in Sydney, 18th of January, and we have the first bands announced. We've got Sleep Talk, Bloom, Crave Death, Daybreak, Diamond Construct, Honest Crooks, Malevolence, and Caged Existence. It's going to be good, but there is still more to be announced. Over to the US, in Florida, death metal band Obituary are coming to Australia to celebrate 30 years of their album Cause of Death. What a long time! January is going to be absolutely chockers, so get your calendars out. And ending on an even bigger high, Simple Plan have released a new song called Where I Belong, and it features the frontman from State Champs and We The Kings. It's ahead of their US tour, and no word if it'll be a part of Simple Plan's sixth album or if they'll be playing it at Good Things. We hope so, though. That's it. Stay heavy. You absolute legend. Thank you, Ebony. Now, we can't go any further without talking about Brisbane Boys' Wild Heart. Their new song is Fire. Where have they been hiding this from? Um, We've hung up with these boys in the past. We've been covering them for so many years now. They played at our birthday party. Big shout out to those absolute legends. This new song they've got out, Rising Tide. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a big one. It's huge. Yeah, and it features... 
uh, Sean Allen from Gold Coast band Nerve Damage, and the the hardcore influences on you know from what he does over there have shone through on this track yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. Like, this is a is it is very very heavy. It is very very angry. And for good reason, I think. Absolutely, yeah. So obviously, we do know that Wild Heart are a band who speak about a lot of Aboriginal or Indigenous issues. Yep. And this is something that they've sort of have that close to their heart as well. Mm-hmm. So especially the front man Axel, he's got you know he's he's an Indigenous man he's got, himself. He's blood. He, he yep. comes from it. And so like for him to spruik this message, and this is what I love about the fact that like heavy music has passion, it has mm. heart, it has soul. You can learn a lot about going into someone's heritage through the music and the songs they write. Karina Utomo from yeah. High Tension did this with the album Perch. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you learn a lot about the atrocities from not only here in Australia, but from where these people are from. And, and it's I, from Indonesia, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. And it opens, it's almost like a heavy music history lesson. Yeah. Like, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If they started teaching this in high school, I would have paid attention more yeah. to history lessons and all that. So yeah. I think, you know, this is a great thing what Wild Heart have done. And, you, you can learn a lot more from this. You watch the song, you listen to the lyrics, and then you do your own research. Well, to me, I mean, across the board, I mean, if you include the film clip in it as well, and you talk about, you know, talk about the song, and then you look at the film clip that they've done, it's across all of it. The lyrics in there, are, you know, there's, there's a lyric in there that says something uh, along the lines of, look at what you've done to us. Yeah. Uh, like, it was a very big, hard-hitting line for me. Um, but then, you know, the, the film clip, starts off by quoting some statistics about uh, Indigenous incarceration uh, as well. The rates are significantly higher uh, than what the rates of the... Like, the the actual population uh, percentage yeah. are, are significantly higher than what they seemingly should be. And it's really shocking when you have this information in front Put of you. Right because, in front you know, of you. This isn't exactly something that I've gone out of my way to go and, and check mm. out, but because of the boys in this video clip, including it there, mm. now we know, now we understand what it's really like and how hard it is. And you look at the division in the in the music video as well. Yeah. This is the thing that you pointed out Visually, to Visually, they've represented it quite well as well. There's two versions of the band playing. Uh, you know, one side of the, the clip... Uh, the guys are wearing light-coloured clothing, and then the other side, they're all wearing black. Yeah. And right down the middle of it, there's a great big divide. There's a, a wall. wall. Yeah. So, I mean, they've visually represented this as well. They've, they're, they're saying and putting it right in everyone's face, there is a divide that no one is crossing at the moment, and we want to break down that wall. We yeah. want to put it in your face that this is still happening, there is still discrimination, there is still that inequality going yeah, on yeah. in Australia today. Don't close your eyes to it. I, I think it's great. I think yep. more more of it. We need to see more of this. And if this is what Wild Heart have obviously honed in on over the past couple of years to yep. get to where they are now, they've found their voice. Keep going, boys. This yep. is great. I want to see more from, this, from you guys moving forward. 1,000%. Now, from something that is... We... we think is very very good now let's talk about something that is very very bad so for balance let's talk about something that is just absolutely the get in the bin track this week and it's it's from a band that's like has been good and has been a part of uh, i'm assuming part of your yeah, my, sort of musical upbringing and everything upbringing. as well the, the, this was a, a staple pop punk band growing totally. up through high school and you know a band that i rebelled with and and you know, looked up to essentially, and and now yeah. they're old and they're doing this. It's just... I think I think it's one of those cases of you know, let's to to quote the Dark Knight, you know, 
you you're the hero and you <laughs> live long enough to see yourself Self become the villain, the villain right yeah exactly so uh, green day have released this track was it fire ready aim yeah it doesn't make sense and it's like this song has been purposely written to be used in an ad it it, it it's so it's mainstream indie pop rock. If you want yeah. to combine it together and give it a title, I guess you could say. It's so sugary and it's all of the edges on any sound or any credibility that they had left has just <laughs> has just been yeah. like sandpapered off yeah. entirely. And it's just down to the smooth, inoffensive rubbish. Like, like Green Day for me, I was excited when they were headlining Soundwave, yeah. right? Because it was a three-hour set. It's like, yeah, three hours of Green Day. An hour of that was political talk and, you know... Another that, hour of that was covers. Yeah, it's stuff that sort of, you know, represented Billy Joe Armstrong's life, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. I get that. You've got a platform mm. you want to talk about it. That's fine. But, like, an hour long? Like, stop it playing two songs and having, like, a 20-minute talk break? That's when, for me, Green Day started to go downhill. I didn't listen to Uno Dos Trey. I didn't listen to those albums. No. Um, and Revolution Radio was release when I was working commercial radio, so it yep. was great. I had a couple of radio bangers in there, as you do. Yep. This new EP they've got, I don't know what they're doing. I, I, it's it's like they're heading down the direction of The Strokes, you know, that kind of indie pop rock style. But like, why but even, w- even less cool than that. Not as good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Strokes are phenomenal. This is just, I don't know what they're doing. And I know it's that- It's so inoffensive, it's- it's offensive. But why are they doing it? Like, I know they're doing that big tour with Weezer and Fallout Boy, but you don't need to change your style to appeal to larger audiences or whatever. They've as already got discussed. one of the largest audiences on the planet. They're set. What are they, like, what, what are they doing? Like, yeah, okay. They're, they're under the, this is the same situation as Blink-182, right? Because <laughs> We're going the, there again. We have to, because this is who comes to mind. Like, you have the title... And you have what people know you for. Mm. If they did like a different band or different name, or it was like the Billy Joe Armstrong side project or whatever, we wouldn't be as critical. But unfortunately, mm. because this band has this reputation that well, we've actually, grown up following. Well, actually, let's put it in these terms. All right. We've got Trump in office in the US, right? Yep. Now, the last time that a president over there was elected that they weren't happy with, we got American Idiot. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, valid. If ever there was a time for them to get political and get angry on a track, it's now, right? Well, let's play devil's advocate for a second. Are they in a situation where they're like, they've already done that and they don't want to do it again because people will criticise them for just going after Trump, who's an easy target? Yeah, uh, I, maybe. I, I don't maybe. see it that way That's because I love point. I love all the bands and I'm, I'm so political. I love a bit of shade. I love a, a bit of tea. So I love any band that speaks out openly about mm. the people that are doing wrong in the world. And um, we've seen so many of the bands do this over the past couple of years since he's been in office, you know, yeah. the past four years. But now's but not like, the time to take the foot off the pedal, No, right? no, absolutely not. Like no, the man's especially... just been put up for possible impeachment, like... Let's just keep going until he's until gone, happens, right? Yeah, but what what I'm really looking forward to is when he's out because the music will come out there. Yeah. It'll be a, it won't be so. Oh, we can't do that. We might get kicked out of the country. It's going to yeah, be like, yeah. no, nah, fuck you, you're gone. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, back to the Green Day kind of thing. I feel like they're. I can't even tell you what they're doing because I don't know what they're doing. This isn't Green Day. It doesn't sound like anything they've done in the past. It feels like an what? iPhone ad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you remember the old bloody. 
iPod ads that with the yeah. silhouette, the blue background, and the the, the the shadow people. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. If you put that on there, it's exactly or a what target it sounds ad like. Or something. It, it's it really does just. I, it's a nothing song. So we'll wait and see what the rest of this EP sounds like. But already, true songs of it have sounded a bit meh. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to bypass it. I know it's yeah. out next year. And, you know, if they bring this tour to Australia, I'll be going to the bar or the toilet when they play those new songs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, while we're on the uh, topic of slamming things, should Oof. we talk Should we talk about the ARIA nominations from the past week? Yeah, I mean, well, let's focus in on the hard rock and metal. Yeah, done. Uh, yeah, let, let's focus on the good that was. We saw Clowns getting a nomination um, Dead Letter Circus. Yep. Uh, there's also DZ North Lane, DZ Death Rays, and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard who have spaced themselves across like multiple categories. Mm. Um, at least this year, let's kick this off. At least this year, I think King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard probably belong there in this category this year. Debatable. The album, well, the album that they released is at least a heavy record. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah. No, I know. It's not yeah, my yeah. jam. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think more than previous years when they've been nominated in this category, they belong. They've ha- okay, gotcha. Right, yeah. So in previous years, they've been in this category, whereas they should have been in the rock category. Yeah, That's my I mean, perception. for goodness sake, yeah. one year they won the jazz record, like the best That's jazz. That's what I like, mean. Like, this is, a, this is a band who, I think in the past year, they released, what, 12 albums? Is that right? Oh, Correct me if I'm wrong. I, Something like that. I pay very little attention. I, I don't but, know. I don't know. I don't get them. Like, no. the, I saw them at uh, Splendor a few years back, and they they sounded great. Mm. But like music wise, it's like they just chuck everything in a, in a blender and go, "Yep, there's one album, there's another album, and they're all different." Yeah. It, it's weird. I, I mean, don't get th- it. There's a talent in that in itself to be able to write that many in that many different styles and diversify yourself. Yeah, okay, I'll that. give them credit for that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird. They almost don't feel like they're in. The heavy scene. At no, all. yeah, like, and that's that's what kind of gets me about this. And like, there are times when I love DZ Death Race, and there are times where I don't. Like, yep, and, like I feel like they're in and out of the heavy scene as well. Like, with yeah, okay, yeah, no, that's like, valid. Like, I going back to the album Black Rat. I think it was the mm. album Black Rat, right? That deserved to win the Aria. Yeah. I at first when I heard it, I was like, why? Why did they win that? Then I went and listened to the album. I'm like, okay, mm. no, no, they deserve that. I kind of feel that like they got a little bit um, left behind because they released the album on the same day as Tool, so yeah. like a lot of people didn't know or, or hear it. I've heard it; it's a good album, mm. um, but is it better than is North Lanes? Yeah, yeah, and no. It's experimental. They're trying right. different kinds of styles. This is part one of a part I two. Listen, series. I listen to the singles, like yeah, and, you know, because I, I consider all of all of them for the faction, and I think. I think I played one of them. And That's none, right, none yeah. of it stuck out to me. If it, if it was in the rock category, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. See, my, my, my ideal, my ideal um, list would have yep. been Gravemind, yep. Thy Art is Murder, yep. North Lane, yep. Clowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Dead Letter. Maybe Dead Letter, but they can fall between the heavy and the, the, the rock, rock category, yep. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Dope. I, I'm not going to back down. on. Like I've said this in, I think, maybe two or three episodes ago. I think this is North Lane's year. I'm not really fussed at all on who else is in the category this year because honestly, I think North Lane is just going to take it out with Alien. They deserve it, it absolutely. Th- yeah, the, it, that's the album. Yeah, to me. Now, outside of that category, uh, we can go into the rock category, but we'll be here all day. Barnsley's going to win it because Australians love Barnsley. But let's go to the best live Australian performance, right? Yeah. This is something that that needs to be brought up because. Yep. 
I, I said this after the show last year when they played it. If they don't get nominated, I'll cause a stink. And here I am right now. Yep. Parkway Drive did not get nominated for the reference tour. Yeah, a sold out Australian tour. Some of the biggest shows we've ever seen, production wise and incredible, capacity size. Incredible, yep. incredible, and um, not not one mention, yep. not, not at all. Like how I, I don't know if it, how people vote for this or what comes into it, but like that should be evident enough that this is one of the greatest performing bands in the country, in the world, in the world, and and they didn't even get anything, like yeah. nothing. Like what's up with that? Look. On the other side of things, with that, I know there are other award ceremonies in Australia that are around um, live performance, um, and I know for a fact that you there are, there is an organisation called Live Performance Australia uh, that you need to be registered for to be nominated for those awards. Right. Okay. If you're not a Live Performance Australia member your tour or your performance cannot be nominated. It won't be registered. They won't yes, know that right. you're touring, essentially. That's okay, right. gotcha. So I don't know if there's a similar If that's what it is, this. yeah. And I know that Parkway Drive's tour was not, so they couldn't be nominated uh, for that particular set of Right, awards. okay. Um, because that was my argument with that as well. When the when the nominations for that came out, I was like, "Why are they why there? Aren't, yeah, why okay. is that not there? Because that is amazing. That yeah, should yeah. have been there." Um, and the answer was, the tour wasn't registered with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Australia. Well, I I take back my my. I don't know. This could be yeah, or could that's not what be. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Because not to discredit the artists who got nominated, like I'm mm. not saying they yeah, don't deserve to be there. But I'm my goodness, like, it should have a spot there. Yeah. Why? Like, especially with something like that. I mean, I could even fight and argue the fact that a band like Architect should be in like the best international act. But like, I know for a fact that according to mainstream, unfortunately, we are still a niche market. And I hate saying that. It's like one of the things that really grinds my gears. But yeah. with that said, you know, Aria's claim to be inclusive of all Australian music, but we know that's not true. We know that for a fact. That's a big statement, man. Well, from my, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be the one who put, puts the hand up and says this. Yeah. Because of the fact that last year when Parkway Drive won, yeah. they got nine seconds of airtime. Nine that's seconds. The, I mean, and I know that's how the not awards to do work. with Parkway. That's yeah. to do with they do that to heavy category every that's year. That's it. That's what I mean. So, like, if you if you're an organisation, no, nothing against Parkway. Like, if you're an organisation who says that you want to be supportive of all Australian music. Let the awards go for longer. Give everyone the time, the energy, the it effort. It could and all be a little different this year because they are live streaming it entirely on YouTube. It's not necessarily uh, combo- like confined to the television. Free to okay, television. Yeah. So, so it could be a little bit a, different. We're going to see like a different level, really. Yeah, like, absolutely. We can watch it on YouTube as it happens. As, as it happens. What's on TV, which will be With cut that. down. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, all right, Brownie. Yeah. All right, okay, look, all right. Look, I can say more, but like, I, I, I think yeah. as, as a voice of reason, like, the, they're the points I want to get across, yeah. and I feel like that's what people are talking about. So yeah, and look, again, I think you said it best today. You had a post about it. It was like, there's always next year to try and <laughs> get it right, you know? Yeah. Um, and and at the end of the day, we can only say that you know it is industry voted. It's not. It's not just one person sitting there it's not the old benefiting themselves. Yet. Yeah, like they're, they're, it is done de- democratically and fairly, you know, so, you know, on one level. So, well, you know, we, we do have to roll with this. Probably the statement to boil it all down is there are probably a couple of other really great records that deserve 
that's to be it, there. Yeah, and, and look, we we can't nominate everyone because right. you know everyone can't get a participation award. Yeah, there you go. Essentially, just you know, if you if you like a band, go buy their album, yeah. go see their shows. The best reward is living well, right? And look, if you get a Nyria and you, you like it or you don't like it, you can use it as a fancy doorstopper. There yeah, you go. They are quite heavy. <laughs> Um, some massive releases this week, some big mm. releases this past week. Uh, Baby Metal's new album is out, Galaxy, Metal, Metal Galaxy. Metal Galaxy, yep. Now... And Lacuna Coil's album, Black Anima, released same day. Yep. Yep. Now, Baby Metal, um, I've loved for years. I just, yep. I, I love the gimmick, and let's face it, it's a gimmick, and it works well. It's K-pop with metal, and it's fantastic. The one gripe I don't like about it is the fact that they're introducing the English lyrics. I just feel yeah, like it takes okay. away from the band. I think we've we've talked about this in the yeah, past that's as right. well. Yeah. Like we found it a bit weird when they did release a track that had English lyrics. It took you by surprise and didn't make sense. And a lot of mm. the songs on the album, they, they kind of jump between Japanese lyrics, English lyrics, and mm. like for me, I feel like they're trying to. Does it pull you out of the fun that you were having? Not necessarily knowing what they're saying, but yeah. enjoying the vibe they're putting out. That's exactly it pulls what you it out is. Of that. Yeah, like I haven't listened to a band in years where I just listen to the, the instrumentals and the sound that's coming out. Like and, and just, just enjoyed know, it for what it is. I don't know yeah. what they're saying. When "Gimme Chocolate" came out, I was like, "Yeah, they're saying Gimme Chocolate." That's a cool metal song about chocolate. That's different. I've never heard that before. Yeah. And I feel like they're not becoming more serious. I just feel like they're trying to become a little bit more westernized and. Stick to what you do. Like, that's what you do best. Yeah, it's working. And look, with with that said, this is just an album, in, in my opinion, but in saying that their live shows are still fantastic. So, yeah. like, you know, don't discredit them for an album. Take it as a whole. Yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, you know, and then that's, that's part of the criticism I saw as well uh, about it. And, like, don't get me wrong, I featured it. I loved it. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, but one of the criticisms of it is that, that I did see was that, it does feel like a collection of songs that each one they're trying a different style and it becomes very disjointed and Yeah, that's it's it's just like That's it. Yeah. It doesn't flow like an album yeah would or could yeah, it's or like should. a collection of songs rather than an album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's with them and Lacuna Coil's heavy. Like if you love mm. heavy, go go check out that album as well. Yeah. And so this Friday coming, uh, we're gonna see Dream State. Yeah. Releasing their album. I forgot about that for a second there. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen three great singles from them. All different the li- different styles as well, yeah. too. You've got you've got the screamy ones, you've got the alternative rock ones, and then you've got the sort of like soft but still rocky and punchy songs. Yeah. And Primrose Path, their debut album. Great. If yeah. you if you if you've got I to think buy Primrose one album, itself has been my favourite yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna buy one album this week, make yeah. it that. Like Dream State have really proved their worth to you and FD. Mm. Like it, it's and it's, a great find. Yeah, I've got, I've got to tell you, they they found where, them early where too. Did they, like, where they come from? Like this this band was you know over in the UK, from Wales, right? They are. Yeah, yeah, they're over in the UK, and um they they signed to you and FD. And I remember when they first got signed, I'm like, who is this band? Yeah, and just everything they've put out since, since that signing yeah. has been lit yeah, it yeah, has yeah. been legit this band have very fast moved into one of my favorite bands yep. across the globe so yep. and this album is no different but you you need to hear it you need to get mm. behind it and i saw a story uh that the bbc did on uh cj yeah Front they made Lone. like a short film about it yeah yeah so she's obviously come from a place of drug battles drug mm. battling drugs back in the day which forced her to leave university which then 
that's how the band was conceived. So she's got through all of that, put all of those emotions and experiences into songs, and then now they are where they are. Now she's playing like sold out shows over there, traveling the world doing the so band. Good. That is, it's a, it's a, a, a fantastic story mm. behind the band, and it makes you appreciate them more than what you you might have done in the past. So Dream State have my album of the week. I'm going to call it that. Like, definitely yeah. check it out. And yeah, let's hope. And then- that, let's hope there's going to be some headline shows announced afterwards because, you know, they've come down here for Unify and we haven't seen them back down since. Hopefully, mm. fingers crossed, we see something soon. You know what would be... I mean, I mean, there's obviously a, a bunch of great UNFD bands they could tour with as well, but I, I think I think Dream State and, like, a Bellhaven, something oh, like that yeah, would yeah, yeah, be yeah. a great dual headliner. Well... Chuck in introspect, you know, they've yeah. just put out their new song as well yeah. and give them like the opening slot or whatever That'd it is to showcase sick. them. A little bit more proggy than the others, but well, showcase new range. Like, yeah. the, the good thing that I love about this is like you could see all the fans going to see Dream State and they could discover a prog band like introspect mm. and then maybe get into the prog world that kind of way, mm. like showcasing that, mm. which yeah. I think would be good. Yeah, I mean, vocals in that, you know, um, Felicity from the band is a great big. Big melodic, you know, voice as well. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's plenty to love there. For, you know, if you were into Dream State and you love the vocals there, I think, and you know, you're going to appreciate yeah. the vocals of of Introspect. And that's one thing that can draw people in. Like I remember listening to Lincoln Park back in the day, and it was Chester's voice that got that me into the band. You. And then like the the background noise of the instrumentals were the background. And that's when I started appreciating the the rest of the band. And mm. So you know, if you like big vocals there's another band to go and check out. 100%. Like, I don't know how prog works. I, I would love to, you know, <laughs> I've, I've said this before, I want to sit down and find out the dynamics. It's a lot of maths, to be honest. That's it. And I maths figuring maths. out those I, uh, time signature changes. And, and it's so hard if you don't know what you're talking about. So, like, I feel like I'm too dumb for prog. But I enjoy the sound. Like, yeah. I love gent. Like, mm-hmm. gent's so cool. It's just <laughs> become one of my favourite words. And now I know what it means. It's like, yeah. I did notice you called me a degentleman. Degentleman, yeah. The other day, that was nice. <laughs> Thanks, man. But I mean, on that level, I mean, we've just talked about, um, you know, Lacuna Coil and Baby Metal, uh, and Dream State and Introspect. We've talked a lot there. There's a lot of uh, females uh, at the front of the, all of those bands, and you know, let just jumping over into the you know the gender discussion from that, like. One phenomenon that I do see across the year, like picking stuff like feature albums and and all of that sort of stuff for the Faction Radio, it's weird because you see you see it more often than not that when there is um, releases from uh, artists with female um, you know members, they're often really clustered together like around not, the same time kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like you know to the point where sometimes I'll have to there'll be stuff that I'll you know I'll be programming for feature album and then you realize like oh man there's a there's a great release out that week from you know from a a female or non-binary artist or something like that where you go this comes up so infrequently i need to feature that now because that's right yeah because yeah it, it would be dismissive to not look at it that week and because like i've said to you in the past like there are so many releases that are you know i mean the heavy world is and has been traditionally just chock full of blokes. Yeah, no, that's a valid that, point. Yeah, that yeah. It, it it's now and it's a great situation we're in where we're getting lots and lots more, uh, you know, other genders releasing music in heavy world. 
and it's but it's still such a small percentage. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, but it is increasing. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I think there has to be some effort made in making sure that when those releases are around, that focus is put on them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because they can get lost. Let, let's, yeah, let's admit right. that. Yeah, and and there, there's a lot that's getting done about this with, mm. you know, the inclusion. Festival lineups. Festival lineups, tours, you know, everything mm. along the lines of that, that kind of thing. And I feel like, you know, what you're saying is absolutely perfect. When, when they do release these albums, they can get lost amongst the blokes. So, you know, let's shine a spotlight on them, essentially, right. to go, hey, don't forget this is here as well, too. Like, I know mm. you're probably looking forward to this, but discover this band if you haven't heard them before or you yeah. know this the, they've got a new album out check this out if you like the last one and look there will always be um some people out there with the counterpoint of like oh it should just be the best release that week and i mean that's entirely subjective correct yeah um you know and yet yeah, there is of course there is a meritocracy out there of you know the best should rise to the top yes yes very good yeah but where the scales have been tipped so far in males favor for so long mm. one week you can't that's give it, it, one that's, week that's you know? exactly like I, that's yeah that's why i think it's it's well worth every effort made to to try and tip the scales back the other way a little bit and it's where you know, we can you know you can also fall have this fall into the category of music festivals as well we've mm. seen a lot of people and a lot of music festivals actually trying and doing yeah. better like you look at you know a couple of ones that were maybe 5 6 years ago or whatever it was very male dominated now they're actually going out of their way to make Such sure effort they include made, yeah. yeah and it's not just a situation of like chucking a female fronted band on or a band with as a tokenistic in it. method that's it's, it yeah they legitimately like, want to find bands that fit the brand that fit the mold that fit the roster and get them on there as well too. And deserve to be there. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I think in heavy world where there's been fantastic headway made, uh, you know, we look at, uh, unify this year There's a fantastic amount of women across the board there. Uh, you know, the Veronica's themselves praised good things for the efforts they made with, you know, right, with things yeah. like, uh, like their fee and placement on the, on the festival and the lineup on a poster and all of that sort of stuff. They, they, they praise them for the efforts made. Yeah. Like from let's, let's see where we are now and look back three years ago. Has it changed? Absolutely. Are are we moving in the right direction? Yes. Will it change overnight or next year? No, it's not going to snap and, you know, be 50, 50, Within a year or, or mm. that kind of situation. It is changing. It is taking its time. Within five years' time, who knows where we're going to be and what's yeah. going to happen there. And I think yeah. it's going to be a level playing field. And with everyone jumping on board and getting involved and spooking their favourite bands. And making the effort. That's yeah. it, exactly. We're going to see a big change and I'm all for it. I can't wait to see what the future holds. It's, yep. it's a very exciting time for heavy music and everyone involved. So you know, get involved and do what you can to help out. Absolutely. And with that said, I think that's a good place to Let's just step down off our soapbox this week to lead us out. We, we've had uh, some healthy discussions we in there. Have. I turn a little bit red in the face. I apologise <laughs> for you know you know spooking my mind, but you know it has to be said. There's discussions yep. out there to get people thinking and talking and make better of themselves. Yep, hundred percent. And with that, uh, you've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast for the Handshake Media Network, and uh, I'm Pricey. I'm Brownie, and catch you next week. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.